challenges. So I'm like, yeah, I'm really curating my inputs because otherwise it's like, yeah, just like, if you want to behave like normal people, just watch what normal people watch, <laughs> right? And more, more, many people are just stressed out and constantly in a rush and anxious. And I'm like, well, maybe I can like start to take proactive action and curate my inputs. It's like, you know, the social media, not watching TV uh, and so on. And like every show, every movie has a lot of programming in it. So it's like really being aware of that and taking empowered action is like one of, of the first steps to kind of, you know, curate and help your mental health for sure. Yeah. And that's, I actually, I just did a thread on that because I saw, I'm a movie guy. Yeah. But you have to choose the right movies. You could choose the stupid <laughs> shit. Like, fucking, what's that one with, um, what's her name coming out? Jennifer Lawrence has a new one coming out and it's just oh, ridiculous, bro. It's ridiculous. That dumb one. She's like yeah. getting paid to date this 19 year old by the 19 year old's parents. It's, it's a bit, it's just it's weird, a bit weird. Yeah. But I saw that in a preview when going to see Fast 10. And that's like, if you pay attention to Fast 10, and this, I think this is why people like it so much. Is yeah, it's cheesy, but it's got cool cars, it's got cool driving, and it does actually have like those those funny one-liners, and like you could get shit out of it. Like the whole movie, they're passing over this symbolic necklace with a cross on it saying just have faith. Yeah. So every big thing coming, it's just have faith. And if you focus on the right parts, you could get the right things out of it. But sadly, the movies being made <laughs> made right now is like one out of ten has that type of shit. Oh yeah, man, yeah, dude. And I mean, it's really about awareness, like what you're focusing your attention to, or on. But at the end of the day, your subconscious will catch everything. Like you will notice, like the cross and the faith message, but you won't notice how much they encourage like booze drinking. Like I'm sure, like they there is a lot of booze in the in the movie, right? Yep. <laughs> and so it's like there are like these subtle things. So maybe you pick up on great messages, which is absolutely fantastic, but it doesn't mean that you don't, your subconscious doesn't notice like the more like, how to say negative, you could say messaging. So, but yeah, like the awareness is really the first step in any case. You'd think for a driving movie, there wouldn't be so much drinking. I haven't seen them. Yeah. But like, I think people like them though, because they're not like all political and shit. It's like, yeah. Why did people? Why did Top Gun do so good out here? It's because it didn't have some ulterior message. And, it was yeah. just like, "Fuck yeah, dude, America, let's get." Let's and get even it with the actors doing their own political thing, like they're still supporting whatever the movie is. Like Vin Diesel, I think, is a far left type dude. No one gives a shit. It's a good movie. It's got a good message. Let's watch it. Tom Cruise yeah. is a fucking Scientologist. <laughs> hey, my man. <laughs> Ain't much more to say about that. It's a good yeah. Show, yeah, but actually, you bring up a good point because it can be a double-edged word in the sense that uh, it can be a great escape. It's great, like to like like no more politics for a while. Like just let me relax. But it's as I say, it's like a double-edged word. Sword because some people use that as an escape to like not face their problems, and this is where you can become problematic. So if you do it consciously, it's absolutely fine. Like. You have to enjoy entertainment and everyone else, right? It's like, you're not here to just work and. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, yeah. if you are escaping your problems, eventually it would catch up on you, right? And you will yeah. know basi because basically you could have insomnia with anxiety, like anxious thoughts at night, right? Because like your, your body, your subconscious knows that you're escaping a problem. Like it's under the carpet, but it's like coming up eventually. 
I think it Hell has yeah. its place still. Yeah. Let's it get does. it started, bro. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna rip the intro. Rip the shit, dude. <laughs> All right, welcome back, everyone. Episode 43, Feeling Good, live from France. Yep. Heard the church bells ringing in the background just a second ago. <laughs> That's correct, yes. <laughs> 7, 7 p.m., the, the church like plays a little jingle. Oh, <laughs> I couldn't tell you the last time I heard one of those over here. <laughs> oh. <laughs> they don't have churches with bells out here. They're like They look like shoeboxes, most of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, it's funny because in some places, People start to complain about those churches, like the bells, because they are like, it shouldn't, like, make that much noise. <laughs> like, people are sort of like pissed off at like traditional kind of countryside things. Like, anyway, so even like I've heard like people in some village in the south of France, it's like they were complaining about the bells around the cow's neck. The cowbell? Yeah. Oh, you can't ever have too much cowbell, dude. Yeah, I agree. Just even outside the village, but people see complaints like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I just wow. think, yeah, I guess America ain't really that bell friendly. Like the Liberty Bell we had, and that thing got a big old crack in it. Didn't even work. <laughs> so it might be yeah. a cultural thing. You know? Yeah. <laughs> well, all right, man. Let's get into uh, who you are, where you grew up over there. So just a little bit of what's yeah. going on over there and what you're – what your mission is you sent us your mission i'm excited to get into it yeah so like so born and raised in france close to paris so the capital city and um for most of my life i have been uh, more like into the intellectual side really putting an emphasis on my mind essentially which like had pros and cons and i was into computer science i went to computer science that's my formal education until like three years ago where i essentially had an episode of depression and i was like oh like he's actually not meant for me and it was a long I, like soon after i started going on to my own health journey like starting with fitness you know being insecure about my body wanting like muscles and looking good and studying health through podcasts and eventually like started to understand like health more and more holistically like oh it's not just about training it's also about like eating oh it's also about like sleep and mindset or make maybe throw like some meditation and sauna right and so on yeah. and so forth and <clears throat> i realized that i started to really have a passion for human health human potential essentially like what are we really capable of once we have all like the pcs together like if you have like everything dialed in like what are you really capable of and uh, i will always like like teaching and so, like, computer engineering as an engineer, like, really not my thing, essentially. And being stuck in front of a computer the whole day under artificial light, I was like, I realized there was a clash of values uh, eventually. Yeah, that'll make you depressed right there, yeah. Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Especially, like, it was after one month in the mountains, like, doing Qigong barefoot in the sun. Like. <laughs> and, oh, and then you go into a computer room all day? Yeah, and then oh, I, I yeah. come back to, like, work. On a Monday morning, I sit down in front of the computer and it hits me like, oh, not for me. <laughs> Come back Surprise. to reality. Yeah. yeah. Well, wait, hold up. You did a month of Qigong? Yeah, well, so I went on holiday in the south of France for like a month. And it was at the time where I decided to start and learn Qigong. And so I practiced it every day. 
for more than a month, but it was in this case, in this location, well, like more. Yeah, four weeks. So she got, have you heard of Tai Chi? I've heard of it. Like Chinese Tai Chi. So it's like... I've heard of karate. <sighs> yeah, <laughs> not the same. So it, it's like, some people con- consider it to be a soft style of martial art, but the purpose of Qigong, which really is composed of two words, Qi and Gong. So Qi means life force or energy, and Gong means practice. Right. So Qigong is about moving with the breath and with intention and focus to cultivate life force energy. So, yeah, okay. you could. Cult- yeah, like you- when I was in karate, we had these forms that we had to do. Yeah, the the yeah the how are they called? I don't remember. We just called them forms, but they were like all these like it was like a whole sequence you had to memorize. But it was, yeah. it was pretty majestic. A lot of it. Yeah. Well, in this case, it's not necessarily a sequence, although there are sequences, uh, but it's more like about really. Like the way I teach it now, because I'm certified to teach it, is move with as little effort as possible and synchronize the breath with the movement. And you will really feel like your body, your body like charged up, but calm. Um, and it's essentially like a moving meditation. You could see it that way. Um, and yeah, so it was quite a contrast with like coming back, like computer engineering in front of a screen, you're like, oh, like no more. And so at this point, I made an oath to myself that I would transition slowly into uh, holistic health and uh, becoming a, a coach and teacher. So that's kind of where I am. It's, it's been like about, yeah, two years-ish. And um, yeah, now it's kind of what I do. That was right around pandemic time then when that started, it sounds like. How was that over there? So I was abroad uh, during the pandemic. I was in Finland as a computer engineer. And over there, I had no lockdowns, none. So it was super fortunate. In France, it was pretty bad. But in Finland, I was like free, pretty much. I could go out, go to the gym, like grocery store, everything. Finland's an island, right? uh, It's not. It's in the north of Europe. It's like a Nordic country. Uh, There, I mean, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, We're bad with those countries, dude. We... Dude, Shut up, dude. <laughs> Belarus, apparently that's a whole country. Yeah, I mean, I don't blame you. I don't know all the U.S. states, right? Yeah, so. I was going to say, point to me Wisconsin on a map. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't. I could name it. <laughs> I think I could name maybe 30 of them if I really thought about it hard. But yeah, I can't place them all for sure. It's more yeah, than that's a lot probably of about what yeah. do with uh, yeah. Europe. No, Kev, that's uh, kind of how I wanted to start the podcast is I learned – qigong through solbra that was the episode i was watching and i was like dude how could i not know this even existed because people like cure their blindness with that shit like what yeah Yeah. like through i mean there are miracle healings stories about qigong and uh, you can watch documentaries and things like this because you're essentially leveraging the breath the the body through movement and the mind together and like there really is no depth like it's bottomless. Like you can always go deeper with the with the practice, and so it's a tool I leverage every once in a while. I love going hitting the gym. I love, you know, just hiking, mountain biking, things like this. But sometimes I just need like to settle down in nature and just like. Whew. And you're just by yourself, just kind of. Yeah. Just yeah, getting it. it. Okay, that's cool. That's yeah. cool. Love that, dude. Yeah, unless I'm teaching, right? But or yeah, be with a friend or something. But. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much. But it. like, yeah, you're not like sparring with people doing that. No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> like but, the world's but... slowest fight. 
<laughs> yeah, but you know, like according to some history, like some people taught Qigong to monks who were only meditating to keep them in shape. <laughs> because like only sitting the whole day, they were like out of shape, basically, like too weak. So they added some Qigong to add some movement to their routine. That's oh, yeah. like shit right there. That's a good yeah, I mean, idea. there are like lots of stories about Qigong, like quite a, uh, mystical things. So you can, if you want to like enjoy yourself, like just read a few of those stories. It's uh, it's fun. We'll put a link down below if anyone wants to check it out. It sounds like <laughs> something. Yeah, no, I'm going to end up watching something on it tonight. <laughs> no, so how's how's just business going? How's, how are you doing that? You just outreaching through Twitter and stuff? Yeah, uh, I'm actually not using Twitter. It's, I mean, apart from just consuming a few, some content, like, you know, as I said in the beginning, curating some of my inputs, following a few people who are have a good influence. Uh, I'm mostly using Instagram and word of mouth, right? Um, and just like reaching out to people as much as I can. I actually recently uh, started my page in English as well because I thought that I could help more people that way as well. And that I, otherwise I would just close more doors. Um, so yeah, like basically I'm just word of mouth, helping people, um, like things like, again, anxiety, people pleasing, uh, never saying like, never saying no, um, yeah, like stress management, insomnia, health, posture, diet, things like that, like holistic. Everything, man. Can <laughs> you work like on my car too? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, dude, it's like to me, you need to have a holistic understanding of the body. Like let's take back pain, for example, like very common, right? But like your back pain could come from, sure, like your ergonomics. So if you have like round shoulders, you will have essentially, oh, eventually I, I like that hell of yeah. that. Yeah, you you might have back pain eventually, but it could be like you have weak, deep abdominals. And it could be like you have weak abdominals because your gut is inflamed. And your gut is inflamed because you could be stressed because of your partner and arguments. So you see, like you have to have this whole lens. Otherwise, you can't get to the root of the problem. Why do you think it got so simple? Because now it's just people think, oh, it's my body, my health. Let me just drink water. But everything is connected, you know, like we now we know everything is connected, mind, body, soul. Why do you think that kind of just gotten taken out for profit? Shit. We Swear go. to God, it's Western yeah. medicine, Trevor. You go to the doctor, mm -hmm. you get a pill and that's uh, it. I think it got it's got it, it has got forgotten, really. It, it was known before. Like even if you look at Chinese medicine to say on the subject of Qigong, it's like like their system of medicine is very holistic. Like it's, they have the organ system, which is linked to emotions, which, which are linked to symptoms and certain foods and everything and seasons even of the year. So it's like, oh, like we, like, I think it was, a, whether it was on purpose or not, I, let's, not let's not get into it, right? But the fact that it, it's profitable to manage symptoms, it's very profitable because you keep making money as long as people take their medication. Yeah. Right. Yo, I'm thinking, like if we didn't like taking profit out of it, just going off of like what has been working, the Chinese people have been here for like over 5,000 years. Yeah. Like they got to know a few things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, like you can't be wrong about everything for that long. Exactly. Like, and I mean, if you really look at it objectively, like an industry that makes money off, off of sick people, like I don't want to ask for health advice. Right. If they make money, if you're sick, essentially, there is like a yeah. conflict of interest. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're so not trying to if fix you, the problem. Yeah, because if you're well, you don't need them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They'll... So, <laughs> like, you, you can go into, like, all of the whys and figuring out, like, was it intentional or not? Like, we don't need to. But it's, like, even just looking at it objectively, it's like, yeah, like, they make money when you're not well. <laughs> I mean, even the name healthcare, it's like you don't go yeah. to the doctor when you healthy. are healthy. You're not caring for your health, you're trying yeah. to get health. Yeah, some people call it sick care. They should, <laughs> dude. People like it's so bad. Like, like if you don't like know someone that works kind of in a hospital, you don't really understand. Like people go back to that, like to hospitals over and over and over again. Yeah. For I've heard a yeah, have heard stories about thing, it. Bro. Yeah. And then, because like my wife's a nurse, and it's like, well, how do you provide you know healthcare for someone? And it's like they are only here because they didn't exercise and drank diet coke for fucking fifty years. Yeah, it's like you, you're caring for people that don't care about themselves. Yeah, and there is a thing also a trend that it's like, um, kind of sickness is being normalized more and more. It's become normal to be, yeah, unwell. And so that's why kind of one of my, like my mission, if you wanted to like summarize it, is like make vitality normal again. Like it's a slogan, right? <laughs> like yeah. make vitality great again. Yeah. Like, yeah, just, or just like normal again. Like it, it should, <laughs> like the way I see it and that's how I explain it to my clients is like the default state of the body is vitality. That's how it should be, right? Everything that you are experiencing that may be called a symptom is something that's in the way of that. But like your default is vitality. The body is always healing, right? There is nothing wrong with your body. Just like maybe like a few blind spots here and there. But yeah. And it's same thing for like mental health. Same thing. Yeah. There is that weird like link between uh, like your gut microbiome. That's been really fascinating to me recently. Like how much your gut bacteria affects your brain. Yeah, they are. They are... yeah, so there are more connections from the gut to the brain than the other way around. Wow. Yeah. 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 And uh, like, so in the, like the psychiatrist might prescribe, you know, SSRIs. So selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor, right? But serotonin, like 80 plus percent is made in the gut. Made oh my God. Gut. Yeah. And nobody will tell you, um, I mean, so like, disclaimer i'm not a doctor but i have an opinion on health on health and i am passionate about it but nobody has told you that sunlight in the eyes makes serotonin no i've never been told wait yeah nobody (laughs) i've been told it'll make me blind but like yeah i mean the sun is like another topic that's dear to my heart because there is a massive propaganda against the sun but yeah uv light especially in the eyes will make serotonin I've heard you can train your eyes now. I mean, not now, mm-hmm. but like now we know. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like, like I could do it, like where I wouldn't need glasses anymore. So I'm like, that would yeah. be weird. Yeah. yeah, you would. So you would start, you would need to start with early morning and uh, at sunset. So like the when the sun is very low, it's the least powerful because it has no UV light, but it has the very healing frequencies of infrared and red. So that's where you, that's why you have may have heard about sun gazing. Yeah. So when the sun is really low, so you don't have to sun gaze unless you really want to. You can if when it's really low in the sky, and for 
short amounts of time initially, but like just looking at the horizon east when it's coming up and west when it's coming down, it would be very healing for the eyes. See, the challenge though is out here the sun comes up at like five thirty in the morning. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and again, like I want to try. Time, is, a, time is an illusion, right? Like it's pretty messed up with the time zones and yeah. like daylight savings and things like this. So yeah, I know. But try sunset then. Yeah, man. Yeah. I, probably about a year ago, I learned about sun gazing through sober another thing. And yeah, when I came home and told my parents and family about it, they thought I was absolutely insane. Yeah, like dude, quit no. looking at the sun. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to you tell like you got a third fucking head sticking out of your neck, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So another thing you can do that's more, I guess, mild and practical is uh, getting a red light therapy device. They are. They have been becoming popular in the like wellness circles. Uh, get a quality one because it could be damaging otherwise. But it will have the red and infrared light frequencies, and it's really like charging you up. Especially in the winter, you really get a boost from it, and you will get the benefits uh, for the eyes as well. I've heard vitamin D can um, provide some male enhancements, so to speak. Have you heard about that? Yeah, I mean, generally speaking, sunlight improves everything in the body, including uh, the testes. Oh, right. I'll be back now. <laughs> yeah. No, because I mean, we can really go into the details because one of my passions as well is uh, quantum biology. So like most of the medical and health paradigm is stuck at physiology. Uh, so biology, physiology and biochemistry. So more like the scale of cells and then the scale of molecules. Right. Biochemistry is just how molecules interact. But they completely forget like the scale of atoms and subatomic particles like electrons, protons, and so on, and photons. And like at this scale, you understand like, oh, like the sun through its photons, so light particles, light waves, is like boosting everything in the body. Like literally. It's boosting our capacity to make energy and in every cell. So including like like the the cells that produce testosterone, right? So for the for the men oh, out there. Oh, I see yeah. what it's it's like. Yeah, it doesn't target the the nuts. It's just it's everything. Yeah, it's it boosts everything. Like the sun is literally the source of life on Earth. Like the whole, if you think about it, the whole food chain is linked to the sun, and it starts with photosynthesis in plants, mm -hmm. and then the animals eat plants, and then we eat both, and or plants and animals, right? So, but everything goes back to the sun. It's insane, bro. I never thought about that. It is true, though. Yeah. Man. So, and so when you eat food, it's literally packaged light. So are do you use sunscreen then? Or are you just not? Everyone's Ooh. looking like you're crazy. Nope. Tap in. Is there an alternative for sunscreen? Because people will hear that and be like, well, I'm uh, not going to get burnt. I have a good one. Here. Ready? Please go. It's called common sense. <laughs> Well, we're fresh out of that in America. Bro. <laughs> no, but I mean, look, if I like if I let's say I have a client coming to me and she is out of breath climbing the stairs. Uh, and she tries to run a marathon and she gets injured. Is it the marathon's fault? No. <laughs> OK, so when you have spent 360 days indoors under artificial light, and then you spend five days in July on the beach, tanning from noon to four, and you get a sunburn. Is it the sun's fault? 
I mean, <laughs> shit. I mean, if I don't go to the gym for a whole year and I do a big old squat set, my legs are go. hurting. That ain't the gym's S- fault. Yeah, S- same concept, right? And so it's about training uh, again. And so if you want to start with sun exposure, just what I, with like I said, with the eyes, start in the morning and the evening. So when the sun is low, there is little to no UV, and it's almost harmless. And it's actually preparing your body for more intense light later. If you go out, expose your skin to the sun, morning sun. Yeah, that made sense because like. Yeah. When we were in the army, we had to go through this training thing called Green Platoon, right? And it was like a five-week course. But, like, I failed the first time, so I was there for, like, three months, right? <laughs> but you're outside from, like, I swear to God, 7 o'clock in the morning until probably 3 in the afternoon just doing mm-hmm. PT. If you're inside, you're, you know, making your better sum. But I was so dark, and I never got sunburned, dude. Yeah. Like, it was like I was calloused up alone. Like exactly. So the morning sunlight, so red and infrared, is building your solar callus. Mm, I was callous like a mole. Yeah, and of course, like, don't start with like two hours straight of midday UV, right? Like, start with five minutes. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, they they make the choice easy for you in the army. They just kind of make you do it. Yeah, but (laughs) I mean, for for like common sense, like for regular people, it's like yeah, like start slow, right, and increase slowly. Um, and like you can use the shade, <laughs> you don't have to put like chemical slop on like on your body. Like you, I've you heard don't. like sunscreen, yeah, it's super like carcinogenic too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and granted, there are better alternatives, but I mean, and just again, common sense. We have evolved outdoors in the sun, and like, do you think like it's a hundred like I don't know fifty years old like sunscreen? Like, do you really think it's like the like revolutionary invention. I think there was a Bible verse about that, actually. (laughs) Add that up for a grip. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's like, what did people do before that all throughout human history? Yeah. So again, it's back to like normalizing dysfunction. We normalize sickness. We normalize indoor living. And so that's why we need so much micromanagement of health and sickness because we live an artificial life. Like, Think about it. Like, if you take a fish out of the ocean, how much life support does it need? I mean, it's going to be a shit ton, and it's going to be expensive, right? Yeah, you got to yeah everything out the ocean. Little, oh yeah, bro. put it in a little thing, whatever yeah. fish bowl, feed it every day. Yeah. You got to check the so, pH. So same, yeah, same for us, right? When we live out of nature, so indoors all the time, of course we have like we have problems coming up. Yeah. Same thing. Are you a so, fan of camping then? Um, I would say if people are stuck in a corporate job from Monday to Friday, going camping on the weekend is a great reset. You don't have to if you have like a park or just like a yeah national park, if you can hike, if you have a garden like me or if you go like, but yeah, it could be like an option for people. Yeah. I've always you? been a big fan of camping, man. Oh, hell no. Grew up camping. That's bro that's the shit it's like almost a red flag when a girl tells me she doesn't like camping I'm like yeah I, I will i will give <laughs> you another i will give you another fact that links a bit to mental health about the sun um when you have uv entering the eye so we have uv receptors in the retina right which glasses block right so just so you know but there is uh yeah, something weird, will happen yeah yeah but you're indoors that. so that's fine 
Yeah. So when UV light enters the retina, there is a beta endorphins that are released, just like in drugs. So we are meant to be addicted to the sun and feel good in the sun. So it's like it's like the sun is like a drug. Yeah, we are designed by nature to be addicted to the sun. Why? Because we need it. Whoa. That's why we're addicted to sex, right? We need it to procreate and <laughs> propagate the species, <laughs> right? That's why we are addicted to sugar, because back in the days, sugar was really scarce and it was the best source of energy. Like, whoa, like it's a feast, right? So, yeah. so we, are, we are addicted towards the things that help our survival, but it's hijacked in our modern life living. Yeah, it's like when we were evolving, you weren't getting a pack of, of Skittles. It was like you found a thing of yeah. sugar cane to gnaw yeah. on for three yeah, days. Yeah, or porn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've heard, though, brutal. yeah, like the average like 13-year-old now because of porn has seen more naked women than like kings of 50 years ago or 100 years ago have their whole yeah, life. I mean, like, it's I'm incredible, bro. Not surprised. And so, and then, and again, like, that, and then you wonder why they are all like health challenges, mental or physical, right? Like, of course, like, like all the neurotransmitters are affected by light as well. And so when you are just on the on the um, on the phone and hitting like the, you know, notifications and all the social media, your dopamine gets like burnt out, and the dopamine will have a drastic, dramatic effect on your mental health as well. So you have the serotonin from the sun, the dopamine as well from the light. It's like, yeah, but nobody tells you that and they will just give you a pill. Yeah. And then the diet, as we said, like the gut brain axis, that's really uh, important, right? Yeah. When I realized all this shit, it was hard to live within the society still. Like, do you, do you find that happening? Cause like I, when I was coming home, that was from the army. That was like the biggest thing. I was like, I'm just doing this thing all wrong. They tried to give me pills for it. And I'm like, no, there's no way that I'm doing everything right to where I need a pill. But <laughs> there's something I'm doing wrong. Yeah. And then when you kind of wake up and you're like, oh, no, I kind of get it. Like what we're talking about, it's kind of just built into us as a society. Being the outsider how did that affect your mental health? Because now you're on the right path, but you're like, shit. Like, I, it's almost like you can't save everyone now, too. Huge. Yeah. I mean, and uh, what you just described was your common sense talking, right? Like, oh, it, it's not normal. Shouldn't be like, there, is, there, is an, there must be another way. And you probably have heard the, the quote, like, be in the world, but not of it. Right? Be, so you can, be, you can be in the world, but not of it, of the world. Okay. So you can be in this society, but you can't be of society, part of the society. So you can still play the game, but you really have to reset and go back to nature and take care of yourself and everything. But you can't get trapped in the matrix. Otherwise, indeed, it's really not compatible with health. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of people over here, just to touch on the matrix thing, that's why I want to talk to you about <laughs> it. Because it's a we, hot button issue. We here, we think it's just here for some reason. Like we think it's just here until Andrew Tate kind of blew it up and if anyone's not paying attention to him they still may think like they're fine and it's just here it's a global thing happening right now like yeah everybody's being affected yeah i mean what country did not get affected by covid 
<laughs> well, maybe there are some, right? No, even Israel But you see my point, right? It's like a global yeah. thing. And um, sure, like, I think I would say that the US is probably the epicenter, probably. And, um, but yeah, it's a, a global thing. And I mean, everywhere I look, it's like, yeah, it's not designed for health and thriving, essentially. Um, it's not. But, and it, it could be, you know, anxiety inducing for some people when they realize that like, oh, like I'm trapped essentially. But actually like when you flip it on its head, you realize, and you realize you're the power of your choice, you become empowered. Right? No, dude, dude, dude. There are people, uh, millions of people here that just want to be told what to do. Hmm? Like Pete, like as old people, especially have been like in their houses for the last two or three years, terrified to go out. I know. Like, cause the government says, you should be scared of this. Yeah. Like and healthy that's... young people too. Like just because they can't think for themselves and the TV tells them to be scared. I mean, that's how mind control works. That's, that's how it works. It's like, basically you need two elements for mind control. Uh, and I don't know if you want to go into this subject too much, uh, especially oh, if it's on it. YouTube and things like this, but. Oh, dude. <laughs> I, I was already going to bring some up. That's going to get kicked off. Okay. But. Yeah, there are like two elements. It's like one repetition, like repeating the same message, so it gets ingrained. And the second is poisoning. And it's actually one of the ways I deal with mental health is the more poison the body, uh, the more the mind uh, relies on the subconscious. So in other words, the less healthy you are, the less you have access to your intellect, your prefrontal lobe. Like you can't think straight. Oh, so that is why the way I deal with mental health is actually like. Initially, I was calling it the dual approach, so the mind, so top down, mind towards the body, and bottom up, body towards mind. But I would say that there's a third approach, which is more like spiritual. It's more like awareness and your the connection with like your purpose. It's like kind of an aside, and it depends on who I'm working with. Um, but like you can't have one without the other. Like if you want an analogy, like if you consider the body to be a house and the mind is the watchdog inside the house, the more the house is in danger, the more the watchdog is on high alert. Yeah. Right. And the danger could be uh, poor posture. It could be stress in the relationship. It could be the news. It could be uh, like nutrient deficiencies. Right? It could be inflammation, anything, anything. And all of this cumulates, it's called stress, like it's the umbrella term, stress, and it's cumulative. And the more you have, the more you will rely on your subconscious programming, which the media programs, if you consume yeah. it. Yeah, dude. It's like uh, there. the term was thrown around like a few years ago. It was called mass formation psychosis. Yeah, correct. Like... If, if yeah, if y'all listening ain't, ain't really familiar, I'm from my understanding, it's when you scare a population so severely that they will ignore and refute direct evidence. So, yeah. with people that are so terrified of COVID, I would say I could bring them any evidence at all to say that they weren't at risk and they would still wear their mask and you know be afraid and all that shit because they're so scared. Yeah, so like let's break it down. What's fear? So stress, massive stress, right? And so you rely on the subconscious programming. 
The subconscious programming will look at the memory banks and will look for repetition in the past. What was told to them in the past? COVID, 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 fear, 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 right? And that's why it works. And you have to realize that it's all of these things, like this mass formation psychosis, this, um, like everything, every symptom is all meant for survival. And why do we have this kind of program to survive? Because humans are a tribal animal. Like we used to live in tribes, right? So we look for repetitive evidence to figure out what's the tribe, what's the herd doing so that I can do the same so that I can stay in the tribe and not be like, expelled. That, yeah. That's human psychology. That's why we have fear of judgment. That's why we have people pleasing. That's why we have self-sabotage. All of these things are based on this, on the fact that we want to fit in to survive. And that's the thing is when we don't fit in anymore, when we wake up and we no longer fit in, like, where do we go? Like my family isn't even woke up to the, a couple of these concepts. So where do I go? What do I do? Where do I go? Well, you kind of, you already have the answer on your website. Community is huge. Um, but I would say one thing that's been massive and that I'm like, even myself scratching the surface of is realize how much power you have over your life. Because essentially, the more you realize that you can take care of yourself, the less you need to have all these worries and anxieties about fitting in. Of course, eventually, if you want to be like, you know, self-sustainable and have like grow food with the community and so on, you need other people. But for most people, like you can, if you can buy food, have water, have a shelter, you're fine by yourself. As long as you can make kind of an oath to yourself that, yeah, I will exercise when my body tells me to move. I will sleep enough. I will eat what I need, right? And so on and so forth. And that's really step one. Yeah, I think, I mean, that's, for a lot of us, that's really all it, it takes is maybe like getting a new skill, dropping a vice, you know, investing yeah. a little bit, like just little shit that you can work Making with. yourself uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. bro. Yeah. But, like, but I think... No, go ahead, bro. Yeah, I think like the uncomfortable is like a slippery slope as well, especially as men. I agree we need discomfort to grow, but I think more people need compassion. They are already burnt out. They don't need more like challenge. Like for most people, the average, I'm not talking about you guys who are like maybe do personal development and going into the gym and everything like, yeah, like gym, push hard, like progress, make progress every time. But many people are so on the edge, like adding a, challenge is like no like <laughs> no more like I more mean, people yeah yeah more people like need like again like to go back into chinese talk like more yin than yang we are excessively yang fire too much fire burnt out inflammation go 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 but we are not enough yin rest introspection resourcing nourishment like that's what most people need like it's hard because then you hop online and everyone's like, I made 20 grand the last two days. And you're like, shit, what am I doing? I'm trying to relax right now. <laughs> and that's the that's the danger of social media, right? Like it can be a massive inspiration. It can also be the kind of stimulation you don't want right now. It's like it's like a massive cup of coffee at midnight. Like, yeah. Because you don't even the... know if it's true either though, Trev. That could yeah. be yeah. total nonsense. Yeah. Like if you look at it objectively, it's literally pixels on the screen. Right. Yeah. Yeah, like mean nothing. Yeah. And it means what you assign meaning to it. Right. And that's Wait. where your power comes in. 
yeah, it's like it, it, it has as much influence over you as you let it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And um, I guess that's that's really what I kind of realized is I've made myself way too uncomfortable this past year. Like I was everything, dude. I hit every aspect of my life and just said, let's go for discomfort. Mm-hmm. And not that I got burned out, but it was too it much. Was, it was once. too much. Yeah. 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 I mean, especially like having been in the army, I guess. It was drilled into you, right? And I've had a, I ha- I've had like a period of my life when I was starting to get into health. You know, I was like hearing, oh yeah, like sauna is great, but cold plunge and cold showers are great, and fasting is great, and heavy exercise five times a week is great. And but all of these are stressors, and so I was doing all of them all the time, and I got really like messed up, really messed up. And I what had this, it? I had this OCD like approach to like making it the perfect optimization routine but it was actually very unhealthy i could not sleep i was exhausted like no not balanced i think the key distinction is the stress has to be productive right like in the army we ran outside in the rain every time it was raining and i hated it because it was stressful but it was just like because i couldn't see you know it's like i told my boss it was like this would be like if i lit you on fire you, you'd be stressed, but you wouldn't build any muscle from it. Like yeah. this is just taxing our bodies and not in a way that's not productive. Yeah. That's why we have, say we could do it. That's, that's why we right, have, bro. that's why we have a distinction between you stress and distress. Right. Like having an argument with strangers online on the keyboard is useless. Useless. Oh, but, my God. but, yeah, I'm but like lifting weights. Yeah. That's the, and the distinction is because we have mechanisms to adapt to this specific stress, right? The mechanical tension of the weights up and down, the like the physiological uh, like stress from like tearing the muscles apart and lactic acid production and all of that stuff. And we have mechanisms to adapt to that. But back to this, like what you said earlier, Trevor, like this society that's so not suited for health is because it's full of stresses that we can't adapt to. So it's just like stress. <laughs> it's like yeah. distress. Right. That yeah. was the uh, biggest thing. Like, we're who are we just talking to? We we were in the golden age of gaming, and Spirit, so I think it was my friend Sam. Yeah. Yeah, and everyone like it. It goes into social media, just internet in general. Our age group was the golden age of internet. It wasn't the beginning. Oh, it's yeah, not the end. We are right at the peak. We were talking about Call of Duty, like Black Ops. Yeah, yeah, all that. Like we were in the golden age, and we just don't know how to deal with it. Like this is a brand new concept, being able yeah. to go on my phone, talk to anybody, look at anything, find out anything. Brand new concept, and just no one knows how to use it the right way. No one knows what to do with all this information. <laughs> is yeah. there a right way on a lot of these things? Like it's so pervasive now. It's everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Like we, we were. It's like intentional way we're looking for right yeah like we were talking about fucking phones like i think that was one of those where our generation really made it out the exit like almost getting the door hit on us because like the smart we had smartphones and stuff but they were so bad they weren't everywhere like they are now yeah i mean my first phone was in it was a flip phone and uh, i got my i got my first smartphone which was pretty bad in high school and i didn't have internet on it Except the Wi-Fi at home. Right? Oh, the uh, yeah, the iPod. 
It's like a no, smartphone no, it, yeah, without I mean, the uh, calling it, and shit. Yeah, but it was an actual phone, but I j just didn't have like you know the subscription with like mobile data essentially. Oh, it, yeah. I had to wait until college to have like actual mobile data for me. She know about that. I remember pulling phone. out the yeah. I, I yeah. pulling out the flip phone on the bus and I played some stupid game and it cost like per minute or something. <laughs> Like yeah. my mom lost her fucking mind, Dude, absolutely I'm... lost them. Yeah, what the mean, hell are you doing? Yeah, if it was new to us, it was new to our parents. Like exactly, caring for us as well. Oh, that had to be so tough, dude. Like here's all this brand new technology. Like, yeah. did no one know anything about it back then? Yeah, and again, like back to the how to say, like the reason why there is like one of the reasons why there is so much such a mental health epidemic is because everything is fast-paced. We are in this information age, and information goes straight into the mind, and we have so much information all the time. It's like, you know, it's like you are eating food but never digesting. We are ingesting yeah. information but never meditating or relaxing or taking, like, stopping. Yeah. And so it just adds to the balloon, right? And so you have more thoughts, more ideas, more concepts. And so, like, you're completely lost. Like, you you lose your mind, essentially. We don't we'll, – yeah, that's exactly what happened to me. We don't teach that. I went overseas twice. I got built or destroyed and built back up through the Army. And they didn't teach me at all how to sit back and, like, realize what the hell is going on. So when I was getting out of the Army, I fell into this year of depression because of that. I had all this information in my head at such a young age and didn't know what the hell to do with it. Yeah. They're yeah, in the that's... business of fighting wars, bro. They want your yeah. ass to fight yeah. some wars. Yeah, yeah. yeah. shit, when you get Yeah, back. that's the difference between knowledge and wisdom, right? You can have the head full of ideas, but if you can't apply it and improve your own life with it, it's just like, yeah, it's just data. It'd be like it'd be like you get back from Afghanistan on a Friday, and then you're back at work Monday. That's best case, bro. <laughs> it could be the next day. Yeah, I've like, I've got cross, back cross on your a... fingers. You get like a. Maybe a week off. It'd be a Monday evening I got back and I was at work the next day, bro. Yeah. Like, and I think a, a big thing too is like so many problems now, like, are crises. Like the, the climate crisis, the pandemic, the. Yeah, there's no like middle ground racism. Uh, yeah, nothing's <laughs> Everything's a extreme. small issue. Yeah. yeah, that's how you you make people freak out. Yeah, the scary. But like, yeah. like turn off all source of information and just look around your neighborhood. It's I was gonna peaceful. ask though, like, how do you yeah. balance that with how like pervasive politics are now? So even if I come across it, um, I just try to not give much attention to it. Right. You have yeah. probably heard the quote like where attention goes, energy flows. Well, I just don't give my energy to those things because it yeah. will not practically improve my life. It would more more like more than likely just drain me oh, and okay. lead me to pointless arguments. But generally speaking, I just like try to avoid it. I just like do my best to spread my message and to again like read and learn what's interesting to me and what makes me grow and makes my life better. And yeah, like when I come across politics, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's part of the human game, I guess. And this is where it helps to have like a more like 
eagle's eye perspective on life like more like you could call it spiritual right he's like yeah just like humans doing human shit like that's it <laughs> yeah it, yeah and We're so pretty good that, at that yeah and, and you guys are laughing so that's the best answer like just laugh it off right we, yeah no dude. it's like <laughs> Well, because, it took I mean, me so long to get there because, like I said, you find out all this shit and then you're like, oh, my God, what the hell yeah. is happening to the world? Yeah. I mean, like again, depending on where you place your attention, you could place your attention on all the like all the suffering in the world of the world. And he's like, yeah, but it's not productive. You would just suffer. You would just add to the suffering by suffering, thinking about the suffering. It's like not Dude. like pointless. I so, was more okay, like just sorry. yeah. Or like just focus on like, what do you want to create? How do you want to serve? Like, and realizing like your perspective on things is more important than the things themselves. Yeah. They say perception is reality. I've never heard someone fucking turn it around like that, though. It's usually something bad. Yeah. Okay. So the, the way I see it is more like I like, so I was an engineer. I like equations. It's more like perception plus reality equals experience. We write that down. Put that on a cross stitch and <laughs> that shit on Etsy. Yeah, yeah, because there is yeah. still reality. There are still like, like if you look at things objectively, like I am in the garden. That's objective. That's reality, right? But then there is my perspective on it. It could be like my perspective could be I am in my garden, the best garden, a pleasant garden. That's my. That's some Trump shit right there. It's the best garden. <laughs> Many people say it's the greatest they've ever seen. It's great. Yeah, and, so, and then the, combi the combination of the two gives rise to my experience. Well, it's just it's hard too, especially recently, because it's like, especially with how language is being manipulated now, it's it's harder to see what a, objective reality is. Now. Yes, we can't even on agree purpose. on what a man or a woman is. Some of us. yeah, it's on purpose. So, I talked about like some of the ingredients to mind control. Another one that you can throw into the mix is confusion. Yeah, because if you if you induce confusion, the frontal lobe will just turn off and rely on the subconscious programs. It's like you, if you can't figure it out, just rely on the automatic programs. Hence confusion. Yeah. Hence, yeah, hence that's... like arguments and politics and like polarity, like yes and no, like black and white all the time. Confusion, like wear one mask, no mask, two masks. Confusion. I wear five. <laughs> <laughs> or I mean, look at the Ukraine-Russia war. Do every every time anything happens in that part of the earth, it's them both doing this and the Spider-Man meme pointing at everyone else. Like <laughs> we don't know what the hell is going on over there, bro. Shit's just blowing up. You know, it's the first time I've heard of Ukraine in maybe a month. So oh, way you, to go, that, Kevin! That, yeah, that, that tells you how much disconnected I am. Well, hey, no, that that is some impressive stuff, dude. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, yeah, I had forgotten. Not that there might be people suffering, but it's, I mean, there are people suffering whenever there is manipulation, right? Whenever there is profit. Yeah. I've, yeah. I was watching this, like, the, it's on the History Channel out here. It's like Mankind, the story of us. And it's just for the entire mankind <laughs> from start to right now, it's been raping and pillaging taking other people's shit and you know building civilizations that fall eventually yeah like it's pretty pretty consistent i don't know why we wouldn't be doing that now because we have a little bit of technology yeah. people are still the same yeah and again like this is when it where it helps to have this eagle's eye perspective it's like yeah it's just 
like it just kids in the sandbox essentially and we are in this on earth to learn and grow and so like like toddlers we like make a mess that's that's what we do and um, and suffering is actually the best teacher to raise consciousness just it just is like most of what i've yeah. learned was through suffering most of it like the sleepless yeah. nights of anxiety and so on but yeah it's it's that's what me and kevin talk about and that's why we kind of started this because you can't convey suffering to someone who hasn't suffered no there's no way they it, you, it just won't click in the mind you have to suffer and the problem is we're suffering and no one's teaching us how to deal with the suffering exactly. like I, we're going to school going whatever it is we come home life sucks and it's just whatever let's play video yeah. games or do whatever yeah we don't you, like add, you said we can't digest yeah and you add to that the fact that fundamentally every human being feels it's inadequate or flawed and so we'll think oh there is something wrong with me right and so it becomes, a vicious, it becomes a vicious circle and then you're like well yeah it's, it, I'll, it just adds fuel to the fire right? i've been trying to figure out what's wrong with me for shit four or five years now that's I mean, say what am i 27 now yeah hell everybody everybody did and it's of course it's been reinforced by again society right it's like like every basically every ad makes you feel inadequate so and so they sell you this so that you can feel better about yourself yeah that's every ad that's marketing 101 it's like hey you have this problem and your life sucks by this so it sucks less that's basically marketing. It's an emotional response, dude. People are talking yeah. about the <laughs> emotional. Yeah. But again, it's like the human predicament. And in my, in my opinion, are one of the reasons we are here is to transcend that. Transcend, okay. Yeah. Like get rid of all this suffering. Like you could call it enlightenment if you want, but like. To me, that's why we're here, like to learn the lessons of like, oh, okay, so if I keep doing this, I'm, I keep suffering so I can like learn, transcend it and like teach it to others. Yeah. Oh, I mean, and that's like a, okay. a big thing just with parenting. I don't want to do what my parents did because there's some problems there mm-hmm. and I, I'm not going to follow the same Everything steps. Is, yeah, that's yeah. everyone. Yeah. 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 And I mean, how like you probably have done it, but <clears throat> or you can, you can just like imagine like how fulfilling would it be for you? to teach to someone a lesson that you've learned as you have suffered. Right. That's why we started it, man. That's what made the army so much fun, dude. I had zero fulfillment. I didn't know what to do. It's built into us, right? To have this deep fulfillment, to share the lessons learned through pain to others. Like I'd be telling some guys about the army, like when I was overseas and I had this happen to me and it was all hot and miserable and all this shit. But like, Here's how I made this special tool that made it a lot easier. Like that was go. actually really fulfilling. Yeah. And then, you know, it, they kind of took that away from us. And then, you know, people get out from that. But it was yeah. very cool to do. When yeah. You- I mean, one of the ways you can find a really meaningful activity for yourself, if you find like kind of wandering aimlessly in life, is like figure out a problem you've solved in the past, in your past, and just help people solve the same problem. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. 
because yeah. that's and that's exactly what people need someone who went through the same problem with the same yeah. experience or not the same experience but now with the mind to deal with that same experience yeah so i i went through the problem i know when i come across that problem again i'm gonna be okay but yeah no one's teaching these other people <clears throat> which exactly. actually brings me to what you guys are taught in schools because i was watching fast fast and furious tokyo drift baby yeah. heard <laughs> and, <clears throat> they're over there in Tokyo and I'm like man even their schools are just better like what they're teaching them in schools is by far like how they have a finance class in like elementary school mm. come on do you guys have anything special over there or is it just kind of normal public school um I mean I don't have a point of reference with how it is in the US just like I I've, I've just had echoes I do know that especially when I went to Finland uh, it's known that Finland has one of the best educational systems. Um, and uh, yeah, but I, I can't really speak for it. Like I don't have much knowledge about it. I went through it, obviously, um, forgot all of it. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's... And when I, when I look back, I'm like, it's like, like you wonder why kids have ADHD. Like they are, if you look it up, like they are literally seated under artificial light the whole day listening to something that's not interesting to them and you wonder and eating often like crappy food like pasteurized oh, not organic meat china milk. is killing it with their school lunches bro yeah a yeah. lot of shit but like the lunch dude but you're like and then you wonder why they have adhd no no like just put them outside they are kids they are not meant to be in prison oh yeah we I'm get recess trying. for like 15 minutes a day yeah like, bro i'm fucking 10 i'm not trying to learn about the Fucking World War Two? Who cares, dude? Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I, mean, I I think the not, big issue here is like it's it's become less of like a meritocracy. Like how your success isn't really determined off of how smart you are and how much you can learn. It's yeah. I mean, they're taking away most test scores from colleges now. Like you don't need to take like the GRE to get a master's program. But I would say it's. I would go one step further, Kevin. Oh, please do. Uh, because even when it was, I mean, for me, kind of was like how smart you are, how good you do on tests, but it teaches you nothing about life. Zero. Mm -hmm. Because I can be the smartest dude, like the smartest coach. If I can't communicate and provide actual value, useless. Yeah, we call that being book smart here. It's like where someone would be like good on yeah. like computers and like college and stuff, but then, you know, give them a wrench and it's like, it might as well be an alien object, you know. Yeah. So, you know who yeah, I'm talking we are, about. We are not taught again. We are not taught to navigate life and to navigate our body and our mind and our emotions, and it causes a lot of problems. We are, but we are taught a lot of information. Like we input a lot of information. That's for sure. I think yeah, but, we're taught a lot of negative information too. Like yeah. I get it. Every country has like good and bad times, but it's like I shouldn't graduate high school thinking, bro, this country sucks ass. Like you think China is teaching their kids how bad China is? Like no. hell no, dude. It was the opposite. Yeah. It's like okay, I get it. We had slaves, the Holocaust. I get it. Like something good had to happen. <laughs> how do we? Yeah. How do we get better then? We we did it. We understand. No, like we did. Y'all aren't teaching me how to not fall into this trap again. Y'all are just yeah. telling me about this trap. You you suck. Yeah. Like. Yeah. That, know, it, it can also propagate the shame as well. It's like, oh, you're like, like you are part of this kind of, it's your, like, how to say, your ancestors went through this, right? Like, 
everybody's ancestors did did some shit. <laughs> some point. No, not. <laughs> Not mine. It's like a pure. Only the white people's, bro. <laughs> yeah, and so it's like, well, like, are you trying to shame me? Like, what, what's the point? Um, yes, they are. That's the yeah, thing. Yeah, of course they are. Because, like, like you yeah. said, it's our goal to take the experience and make life better. Like, that's our goal. So I, yeah, I'm not gonna do the Holocaust because y'all told me that it's bad. So let's get over it now. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, yes, yeah. thank you. <laughs> but but uh, I did want to bringing up yeah, with ahead. that you um. You talked about teaching your clients how to say no. That is one of my biggest problems. Okay. And with all like what we're talking about right now, like it's, it's hard even to say no to someone. I mean, you could bring up any topic in politics or anything. And if you say no, you get your ass beat, especially in America, you say no to someone who's is a she instead of a he, it turns into a whole, like you're going to be on the internet. Everybody's going to know who you are. I mean, look at that nurse got her bike fucking jacked week and a half. Yoink. Got fired from work, bro. You didn't do anything. But how do you even start saying no? What's like, like, of course, you could just go up to someone and say no, but it's going to be in your head, like, oh, no, what's going to happen? It's just fear in your head, of course. But yeah, so I mean, let's make it uh, clear. Like, when I say saying no, it's like about your own boundaries, Right. right? It's like if someone asks you, asks you to go to the movie theater, but you really want to just like chill out at home and have a massage and you say, yes, that's like what I'm talking about. Like you didn't honor right. your boundary. You didn't honor your needs. Um, and so it will kind of be linked to what we talked about. The healthier you are, the more your mind will realize that your body is resilient, the less you will need to compromise your boundaries to please others. That's when that that's one aspect but generally speaking is like what are you trying to get out of the other person because always saying yes is a form of people pleasing yeah so what are you what is the secondary benefit from you saying yes even though deep down you wanted to say no oh i see what you're saying so if i say yes to something i don't want to do what am i seeing from that like what's the upside Yeah, so it could be like if your partner wants to go to the cinema, to the movie theater. We call it the cinema here, but movie theater. Um, it's like, and you say yes, even though you just wanted to chill at home. Like the secondary benefit is you don't want them to be disappointed. You don't want them to be like, what a douchebag or like whatever. Even though like to me, or like we can go into like true intimacy and true relationship which should be like two people honoring their boundaries and choosing to be with one another but that's another subject but like you are trying to get their approval so that you can maybe keep having sex with them right so there is still a secondary benefit right so you're always yeah. getting something from it like even self-sabotage even like like even people that keep eating cheerios on the couch watching netflix they are getting something from it otherwise they would not keep doing it every addiction you keep you I get mean, something from it right? people do meth and it ruins their lives it's got to feel pretty good i mean yeah so yeah so with the saying no it's like what are you trying like you are essentially compromising your values but to get something right yeah and that's something yeah that's something is the secondary benefit has to be better than your boundary exactly right yeah. and it could be due to the fact that you don't believe in yourself Right, this low self worth. Maybe not 
all like overall, but maybe some areas. Maybe it could be low self-worth in finances, low self-worth in health, right? It could, but depends on the if there are specific situations where you struggle to say no or not, or if it's just like all 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 around. But you always get something from it, and so that's why you would start to need to like that's why you need to look at like oh like what am I trying to get? I'm bad about saying no, especially to like like if I'm curious, it's hard for me to say no. Yeah, but like it's not a if you're legitimately curious and it's not costing you much, like yeah, go ahead, right? Well, yeah, but like that's how you do heroin or something. Like, I, you know, oh, just, right, it's okay. it's dangerous for me. Yeah, <laughs> okay, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, what's well, guess... a little bit of heroin gonna hurt? Well, <laughs> one time, you know. That's yeah. just. I have a real addictive personality, so that's one thing I really got to be on guard about. Dude. <laughs> just, just speaking, yeah. speaking frankly. I'm saying no. Me. That's the step one to addiction. Yes. They've been and, trying and to tell me that since I was a kid, dude. Just saying yeah. no. Yeah, and I would just like be careful as well on the spells you are casting with what you say when you say I am or I have, right? Because you could be, um, how do you say, like pigeon, like pigeonhole yourself essentially into like, oh. like I have anxiety. So now it's part of my identity. I am depressed. That's part of my identity. I have an addictive personality. That's part of my identity. And so through repeating that, I'm actually perpetuating this identity of mine, which could be a limitation and not yeah. true. I which has happened a lot with the anxiety shit. Yeah. When the SSRIs is even though yeah. it's such a genetic thing, there's a couple of people where it is a genetic thing. Yeah. Um, but even getting into that, it could just be your father has it through some PTSD and hasn't dealt with it. So now he kind of passed it on to you and you believe that it's part of you and who you are now. And there's no escape yeah. when you keep telling yourself that there's no yeah. escape. Yeah. And one of the best examples uh, or worst <laughs> depends on how you look at it <laughs> is uh, with diet. I am carnivore. I am keto. I am vegan. And it really creates camps and a strong identity around what you eat. Hence, like, hence why it's one of the most divisive kind of topics, like what you eat, right? Yeah. So, yeah, like watching, like, especially when you say I am, like, that's super powerful. Super powerful. Like, we call it spelling. Spelling the word. <laughs> Casting a spell. Spelling. Okay. Interesting. So. Yeah. It's got to have a French translation, I'm sure. It makes a lot of sense. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, it, it works better in English, actually. Well, shit. Ah. Yeah. Well, like, it's like, dude, I, I think just personally, like, I don't, I think it's kind of healthy to have that, like, I am, like, or I have an addictive personality, just because it's something that it's like, if I get complacent with that, and like, I don't kind of keep an, an eye out for it, you know, like, it's so easy to ruin your life. And that's where common sense comes into play, right? You you have to use discernment. You don't want to delude yourself, but you don't want to, um, yeah, like you don't want to. Pin like yourself. not put myself in a box. Just kind of yeah, like exactly. This is who I am, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like I hear many people who just will say like, "Oh yeah, like I'm not an exercise kind of person." Mm. But it's only based on the fact that they have been maybe traumatized at school with PE, right? Yeah. And so since this traumatizing experience, they have kept saying exercise is not for me. And so now they are obese and I don't exercise. 
but it's not true. Oh, yeah. The truth is I've had an unpleasant experience. And even unpleasant is subjective. I've had an experience, right? And maybe I realized that with this PE, with this specific uh, physical activity, uh, my body didn't. And with my like conditioning at the time, it was not good. But like going from this to uh, exercise not meant for me, it's like literally casting a spell on yourself. And so you become obese. So that's like just oh, one example, yeah. right? I had a friend in uh, fifth grade like I was friends in the fourth grade. I was friends with the fifth graders. So when I graduated, they all left and I had to make new friends. And I was going up to this one kid and I was like, you want to play some football? And he goes, I don't play sports. I'm like what it are you talking about? Like it, it, it almost didn't make sense to me. I'm like, yeah. you're uh, you know, like 10. What? <laughs> but it's like, he's still his whole life. He didn't do anything active like that. And he's like, yeah. it's, it, it sucks, dude. It's like, he's not a, an evil guy. And like, I wish, I wish he could have found fitness or like overcame whatever happened, you know? Yeah. And we all have, almost all of us have these kind of mental prisons, but they are very subtle usually. And it's hard to notice in us. These mental, what do you say? Prisons. Pre oh. yeah. yeah. What made you, uh, yeah, just real quick, what made you uh, learn English? Um, would you start? So, well, it started at school, but it was not really what made me learn English. <laughs> um, then I started more like watching TV shows when I was still watching them in English and subtitled in English. Then when I got into fitness, I started listening to podcasts in English. And eventually I went abroad in Sweden as an exchange student. And I had to speak English for like two semesters. Oh, uh, dude. Yeah. And since then, with my education and and just hanging out like that's like how we, how we met right if i didn't speak english i would not have met you right yeah and these like essentially now i have more connections in, with english speaking people than french um me and uh, yeah so it really drove me to to learn and be able to just communicate right it really opens many doors like <clears throat> one thing you may not realize guys is like not speaking english sucks <laughs> I would imagine, man. That's that sounds pretty cheap. Yeah. Like you go to other, like you see pictures of other countries, and they usually have English somewhere. Yeah, yeah. It's like a the global language. I mean, that's the aviation global language for all flight. Yeah, yeah I, I had a I had a client earlier today, and she was a bit confused as to where she wanted to go in life. So she was looking for education on health, but she was stuck with French. And so when she talked to me about it, I was like thinking about 10,000 like courses in English. But yeah. she was like, well, I don't really speak English. I was like, oh. yeah, well. So, yeah. <laughs> At and least think... it's got the same alphabet as French. Yeah. That would be hard if it did. That's it, correct. It didn't and one thing you don't feel like, like it's been only fairly recent for me on the, like, on the scale of my few years of life that I actually understand the lyrics of music. Oh, for real? Yeah. I mean, I mean when you, it makes ahead. sense, right? Like when you don't speak English, you don't understand what they say in the music. It just There's sounds some good. Kodak Black songs we can't even understand. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? No, that's true, though. It's like, yeah, because there's that slang, you know, and it's like there's so yeah. many different – like for, the French has that too, like different areas they talk differently. Yeah, yeah, a bit. Yeah, oh. yeah like in the south of France, like south, east, they have a – Kind of a combination of Italian and French. <laughs> Mamma mia, that sounds hot, dude. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like the, in New York, they'll call it like a, a cup of coffee instead of coffee. Yeah. Coffee. Yeah. Coffee. Yeah. Coffee. Yeah. Or in, yeah. It's a, it's a bar in Boston. A bar. Yeah. You go to the bar. Or in like California, it's just like, wham, everything sucks. Yeah. 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 Down south, down here in Tennessee, I got kind of that molasses just spilling out your mouth. (laughs) Yeah. I like like studying like specific words like uh, water or like water. And in London, it's like water. Water. Yeah. But oh, water. Yeah. yeah, it's nuts yeah. how that could just happen just because of where we are in location. But if yeah. we all speak the same language, like I could still understand that, and we could still yeah. have a conversation. Yeah, what yeah. they call cigarettes, you can't really say over here. Yeah, oops. Yeah, <laughs> you can't, but you get in trouble. No, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> we all know what I'm talking about. A bundle of sticks. Well, that's what they call them. A bundle of sticks. So yeah. we didn't even get how old you were. How old are you? <laughs> 25. Oh, shit, man. See, that's what happens is I don't even know you. You're 25, and I'm like, fuck, I got to step my game up. <laughs> I don't know two languages. <laughs> oh, get the fuck. <laughs> well, that's what, to, when bro. everyone tells me they know another language, I'm like, why don't I know another language yet? Well, why wouldn't I because you it? haven't found use for it. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Like back to what Kev was saying about like useful stress or use like useless. Like uh, don't just force more data if you have no use for it, right? Because yeah, it could be a, like it could be your ego being like, well, I want to sound cool with two languages, but it's actually again like it could be like you saying yes instead of no. Yeah. Right? Like I want to sound cool by, by talking like Spanish, right? But I don't have any use for Spanish besides like my resume. No. You know what made me want to learn Spanish was growing up in Colorado and there were all these Mexicans there. And I I could tell they were talking shit about me, bro. I could tell you know, got that itch. Yeah. I'm like, bro, I could tell y'all are talking about me, bro. Yeah. It's yeah. it's an interesting phenomenon, like the kind of feeling judged. I actually made a post this morning. Um and I was like, they are not judging you. People are just saying things. You just yeah. assign meaning to it and call it judgment. Yeah, it's like odds it's, are that person really thinking about you for more than five seconds. Yeah, yeah. it's like an assumption. You're creating your own assumption off of their yeah. words. Like, where yeah, are your words? And again, but it's like places back the power in your own hands, right? It's like, oh, yeah, you mean I am deciding that they are judging me? Yes. Like they are like if you really look at things, they are making noises with their mouth. <laughs> That's what they are doing. <laughs> right. It's Break it down. Yeah, Break you you, you assign meaning to it, right? And so, like, the mind is like three M's. It's a meaning-making machine. But the moment that you can control the meaning you assign to things. Meaning-making machine, dude. Yeah. That'd be a good tattoo. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> like some yeah. script maybe right across the collar. Right <laughs> do you have any tattoos? Are those big over there in that part of the world? Um, well, we do have tattoos. I don't have, personally. Oh. Is that like a health thing? or? Um, well, it was... I like historically I didn't have the personality that had tattoos. Uh and now I would say maybe a bit of a health thing, but just like your personal preference. I want to have like a Greek god physique <laughs> without it. Yeah. Right? Um that's kind of what I aspire to do. And maybe when I'm satisfied, maybe I will change my mind. But for now it's like yeah. I will say, yeah, that that was my goal when I started working out. Then I got this right here and you you can't see my muscle line anymore. 
Yeah, like there's no, there's, but like here you could, it's defined, you could see it, but you can't with a tattoo. So I will, I agree with you on that. I try to get like ones that won't affect my muscles, but I mean, unless you become big enough and then it's like obvious that you have muscles. (laughs) Yeah, you gotta be pretty fucking jacked. It's like, it's hard to see shit on like fucking dark ass thing. Yeah, one of these days. Well, I mean, going back to what you said, though, it's not just eating, not just going to the gym. I've been stressed out for the past six years of my life. I'm not going to grow. It's part of the healing <laughs> process. Yeah. Right? yeah, I mean, yeah. The, the, so stress. So you have heard of cortisol, right? The stress yeah. hormone. It's catabolic. So it's the opposite of anabolic, which is what builds muscle. So the more stressed you are, the less muscle you, you build. So that's why stress management is a massive advantage when you want to build muscle. Like yeah. you want to stress the muscles in the gym, but then like chill out, really, as much as productive possible. stress makes it yeah. a lot more impressive though. Those buff people we knew in the army, like Tim, maintaining yeah. that kind of muscle mass and that. My, my, Tim, I think episode six. Muscle. Check him out, man. Yeah, just for y'all listening, got to get him there. back on again. Bro. I don't know where the hell he's at now. <laughs> that man, that man was like the de- definition of a Greek god. Like, yeah, just built like. But I will say he was only like five eight. The only that was, no, that that's you five. I, if, if Dilworth, yeah, if Dilworth was like a foot and a half taller, he'd be fucking frightening, bro. Like, yeah, but just fucking everything chiseled. Someone just fucking chisels his ass. Yeah, yeah he was like, bro, where do I even start? He's like, dude, I've been doing this for 10 years. Like, you're not going to be able to just do it. Yeah, it's like consistency, right? Yeah. Time machines. That's, that's, that's with everything, even this. Like, we're not consistent enough with the podcast. It's not going to be as good as we want it to be. It's consistency. It's hard to stay consistent when you have all these inputs of everything everywhere you know you, mm-hmm. even if you chose a topic and started learning about it you still have to be strong on your beliefs about learning that topic mm. so that all the different inputs don't affect it you got you have to be the critical thinker to say this shit don't sound right <laughs> like, like that's yeah. the problem you read a book oh look at me i'm reading a book and this is what this is what tim taught me actually <laughs> i was reading a book about psychology and no one has ever asked me this question before just because in school this is what I did. But I was telling him about reading the book, and he's like, yeah, that's pretty cool. But are you just reading the book, or are you creating your own thoughts about the book? And I was like, fuck. I'll start yeah. over. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So there are, like, a couple of points. Uh, like, one is, like, I think it's a quote. I don't remember from who. And I would paraphrase it, but it's like uh, – Actual thinking is hard. That's why people just rearrange their prejudices. So people just like rearrange what they've heard rather than thinking for themselves. So that's, and that's true. Uh, But one thing also that's really important is to seek opposing viewpoints. To start, as you said, Trevor, like, oh, like now I see the whole picture. But it takes courage, right? Because by definition, the algorithm creates echo chamber. So you will see more right wing if you're right wing. You will see. I, bro, like, I think Elon's been changing that. I think. Yeah, I've been seeing a lot of left leaning people on my Twitter feed because I'm like, what the fuck are they thinking, dude? It's just like... <laughs> I mean, I go on Reddit a lot because I want to see like that's kind of like how I gauge what like the left is thinking on shit, right? But I don't think that people on Reddit are going over and watching Ben Shapiro videos, you know. <laughs> It's it's like we're learning about them, but they don't really want to learn about us because in their mind we're all fucking evil. I don't know. Yeah, but so yeah, that's why like 
if you really w want to have your own and a sound perspective on things, you need to see the whole picture, right? Yeah, so it's like making let's take your own a, decisions. Yeah, let's, so let's take a dumb, like, simple example. It's like, yeah, look at carnivore, the carnivore diet, and look at veganism. And look at their arguments. And if you look at both arguments, yeah, eventually you would be like, oh, okay, I see what they are saying. And I yeah. can, can like, kind of see the, the picture forming. So all these vegans look dead in the eyes. Maybe not that. Maybe, maybe <laughs> beats the way to go. They do. They look. <laughs> they look rough, dude. It's it's because a lot of, of this... are you on? Yeah. What is it, bro? What you yeah. got? Yeah, and I mean, unfortunately, uh, there is a lot of propaganda and just uh, profit that's being made from any camp. But uh, veganism is one for sure. Are you on like a special diet? I, mean, I, I doubt you're a vegan. Yeah, I'm not. Um, it's got to no, so don't there, go too far. <laughs> yeah, no. Like the way I do it is most of my food is like seasonal. I try to make it as seasonal as possible, local and uh, nutrient rich, essentially. And as as long as is you like basically, I like to break things down into like really the basics. Like, why do we eat? Uh, for yep, yep, energy, okay. body. Because yeah, we need to, it. yeah. Yeah, your to provide needs. the nutrients the body needs, right? Yeah. And so, okay, so first you have to get the nutrients from the food. That's number one. And you have to digest them, number two. Very important. So it's like not one or the other, it's both. And um, so as long as you are getting the nutrients and that you're digesting them, good. It's it's like such a logical thought process. I'm, yeah, um, I'm sorry if it's too simple. No, you, I was gonna ask. Do you have like a a girlfriend? Because this seems like something that would be very hard to explain to a woman. Uh, <laughs> not at the moment, but. <laughs> well, when you do, yeah, I would. I would try find a way to rephrase it. that. But of yeah, of course, like then it's like you could add subtleties because I again stay that the biochemical level, but like food contains information, so that's why we want local and seasonal. Because based on, like, if you eat a banana in Finland in the winter, it doesn't make sense for your body, basically. Because it's mm. not grown there, and it's not summer. Oh. Yeah, that's, and that's like, probably why watermelon tastes better after getting out of the pool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Huh. So, so like, like, to give you, to make you understand that, is that you need UV light to process a high load of carbohydrates. Why? Because carbohydrates mainly grow in the summer, and this is where there is more UV light. So everything is there for a reason. So like keto is great, but you should be in keto only in the winter. Or like, I mean, you should be more in keto in the winter and more carbs in the summer. If you really, if you really were to follow yeah. like nat natural logic, natural logic. Nature's like mother nature. If you oh, follow nature. what we're supposed to follow. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to my Of course, nature. like I don't do it all the time. I still eat rice from India, right? Hey. Um, but like the fruits and vegetables, for the most part, farmers market. What's local? What's growing right now? Right? Oh yeah. yeah, I'm gonna have to get into a farmer's market. Looking for that's raw for milk, sure. yeah, dude. Yeah, well, that's it, it's like drugs out here, though. Like you, you gotta text someone, some Amish farmer, way the hell out in the sticks. Yeah, and so then you'll like dead drop it, dude. It's like, <laughs> yeah, dude, you want some common sense again? So yeah. why do they? Uh, make raw milk illegal for your protection, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But no. then they allow billions of pounds of pesticides. 
I mean, well, look that was, at, uh, yeah. And they, make, they put fluoride in the water. But it's all for your protection. <laughs> I heard a guy get arrested because he had raw milk on it, but his defense was that it was such a ludicrous thing. No one could reasonably assume that milk was illegal. But like eight yeah. freaking gallons of this shit, like he's got uh, some bricks in the back and they're arresting him for milk, dude. Yeah. Come on, fam. That's, yeah, I mean, you could start to wonder like, okay, so we have sick care and they ban raw milk, but they allow fluoride in the water and they allow pesticides and pollution. And he's like, huh, okay, interesting. Yeah, why? Hmm. He's yeah. hospital food too. That shit looks fucking disgusting. Yeah, and the hospital is under artificial light. That's the worst light in hospitals usually. It's like not meant for healing. Not meant yeah. for healing. If you went to a hospital, you'd probably get sick. Just fucking yeah. as yeah. you right now, bro. <laughs> yeah. I want to ask because Kevin brought it up. Uh, uh -oh. Just relationships. Have you been through relationships? Do you have a longest one? or? I So I've had a long one when I was a baby, essentially. So, baby. you know, from 15 to 20. I've had a short one recently after like a, a lot of personal growth, but not at the moment. Yeah, yeah I, I just... I'm around about the same. Yeah, what is it? 18 to 22, 23. And then I just did the same thing about a year after doing some mental health stuff and getting myself better. I did the same thing, but yeah. I'd yeah, say but... it's about 10 years of nonsense in those three years. 10 years of nonsense in the if three. Yeah, no, I mean, not. Yeah. But yeah, the way I look at health holistically, it includes relationships. Yeah. Right. And like your relationship will reveal things that you have never seen in you. Like it yeah. will really reveal your shadow usually. Uh, so it's a great way to heal parts of yourself that you would not have single yeah that is true there's that's, a lot of that's time, exactly yeah. what happened this last relationship so the biggest yeah. thing with ptsd is losing the sense of love and the meaning of love you don't know what it is anymore yeah. and even though this past relationship didn't work out that's what i learned again like i would not have been able to learn that shit alone i was in my room crying because i didn't even love my own family yeah. But you get into a relationship and it sucks because nowadays that's kind I mean, you're not supposed to get in a relationship yet and people are scared to get into relationships and it just kind of sucks because that's where you learn the most. It's like hands down, you will learn a absolute yeah. shit ton in a relationship. Yeah. And there is a powerful quote, which is a, that allows you to understand why we do this <clears throat> is past hurt informs future fear. So most of the fears we have are because of our past pain, past suffering. I mean, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. It'd so it'd be hard for me to be afraid of something I never. Yeah. All right. Not really that afraid of falling into a black hole, you know, <laughs> but getting hit by a car, you know, I'm, I'm more afraid of that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you have heard of it, right, you might be afraid of it. But yeah, like the, the brain will naturally try to predict the future. Try, right? That's what we call worry. Like you try to anticipate the worst uh, to. Like, so basically, like again, if you break it down, it's pretty funny. It's like your brain is making up a future, and then it tries to avoid it. Oh, what the, yeah. yeah. That's what we call worrying. It's like my entire high school time, bro. Right? That's what we call worrying. So it's, again, it's like very helpful to just laugh about it because that's what humans <laughs> do. Right? Yeah. That's what the brain does. It makes up a future that 
very well may not happen because we usually expect the worst. And then we try to avoid that imaginary future. Oh. That's what we do. That's so shitty, That's man. A trip, bro. That's a trip. So it's crazy how like simple this whole conversation has been, but we <laughs> need to have the conversation. Like it, it's going unnoticed right now. Like no one's talking about this shit. Yeah, it really is this easy. It's just gotten so complicated because it's the digital age, yeah. informational age. Yeah, it's just, I mean, there's something with simplicity. It's just yeah, cool. I think truth has a resonance to it, and usually it can be very simple. And I also noticed that. In a lot of situations, not all situations, but complexity is an ego thing, like just to appear smart. Like you complicate things to create confusion again, right? But if you can't, like to me, if you can't explain it to like a five-year-old or like maybe eight-year-old, like there is something you don't know about the subject. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm, um, I get what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. You can't uh, explain it simply. You, do yeah. you really know it that well? Yeah. And same with like complicated words, right? Or unless it's very technical, like if I talk about like mitochondria, have you heard of it? Like it's like the uh, organelles in the cells, in the human cells that produce energy and do other things. But oh. but it's like if I don't call it a mitochondria, I mean yeah, it's like energy factory, maybe. But it's that's like, yeah, it's- that's what's cool about English is you can really explain things like really simply or really in depth. Like if I was trying to explain how a car worked, I could literally just say push pedal go forward you know car go forward yeah so we have a clutch here (laughs) oh yeah oh most people have never started on a clutch dude yeah uh yeah no that was brutal we we like to pick up to pick on uh, americans with their automatic cars a bit bro driving in traffic with a fucking standard transmission though dude i mean yeah i've done it several times yeah i know i did too i had a 97 honda civic that was a manual and I mean, it was nice. It's it was built real sturdy, bro. That's what yeah, I like about the manuals. Yeah, yeah. No, the manuals don't play around. It's the, something uh, special about feeling the car. That's that fast and furious. Feel the car. Yeah, you feel like you're driving. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, and that's. Um, I had a manual. I sold it to put myself into a more uncomfortable situation. So I had a 2016 Jetta manual. It was perfectly fine. Only had like sixty thousand miles on it. Paid off. But I sold it to get a 78 Corvette because I wanted to be uncomfortable. And if something went wrong, I wanted to fix it. And yeah. now I'm just yes, uncomfortable sir. as shit. Yeah. And so we I, keep pushing. Yeah. I went I went to the US once. And so we rented an American car like a Jeep. And Ugh. we actually had, we laughed so hard when we were on the highway in LA. And we had like the cruise control. And so no hands on the like steering wheel. And no feet on the pedals. So it's like, yeah, you're doing nothing, basically. <laughs> you're just moving in the car. <laughs> <laughs> you're just like, don't worry. You're just like choosing the radio station. That's it. Yeah. I like on Jeeps because they're so flat, the windshield, they catch everything on the highway. <laughs> oh, my God. Did that? Yeah. And the windshield's like, as, yeah, as big as my screen right now. Like those, that play, Yo. <laughs> I hate those cars, dude. Those you are like a, the worst You put a, like a, a baseball cap on the front of it. You can't see out that front glass, bro. Yeah. Yeah. But hey man, while you're uh still here, the holistic health, we've had a friend who is exploring his journey through psilocybin. Yeah. Do you uh are do you tap into that field at all? Uh haven't yet. It's way less popular here. Um I am however open to it and I'm sure it can have benefits if again done with intention. Um 
it could be used as an escape or as a party drug, or it could be used as medicine. And it's up to you how to use Isn't it. Isn't MDMA real you... popular over there? Uh, like ecstasy? I mean, I'm not in the right circles to know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah you probably... And no but... one ever offered you any. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but, you know, like I feel like I've... Personally, I've had some of some medicine journeys in insomnia, like oh. facing facing my ego in insomnia and having to really shed layers of ego to actually fall asleep and be at peace. And even like fairly recently, like one that was pretty insidious was my attachment to being healthy because it's also my brand, right? But so I was starting to have my mind racing. So I was not falling asleep. So I had anxiety about the fact that I would be tired it would essentially threaten my ego. And so I had to surrender that as well to like, oh, right. Wow, that's not, I'm literally working on that shit right now. Yeah. I, I, yeah, and, that's exactly what I'm working on. Yeah. And but so, okay. So I think it's a great point after like an hour and a half already. It's like we have, you know, this mindset of like the war on cancer, the war on symptoms, get rid of symptoms, kill everything, kill the germs. Um, I just like to kill, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I think one, one thing okay. that's, really, that's really helpful is embrace your humanity. Embrace the imperfection. Learn to love the fact that you can be tired. Love the fact that you, yeah, sure, you might still have anxiety every once in a while. Love it. That's fine. Accept it. Don't fight it. Right? Like, today, like even to this day, I may have like anxious thoughts every once in a while, but the difference is I don't add suffering on top of it. Like, I don't mm -hmm. resist it. I don't, like, consider it wrong. It's like, yeah, it just is. And I love, my, I, I love myself still. I accept, like, the imperfection of this human body, right? Yeah, we because... were talking about that, like, a month ago, Trev. We were talking about being horny. And I was like, I think that's kind of just a natural state to be in. Like, not yeah. a problem to be solved. Yeah. It just, and that's, it, it, that's part it of is. the massive shame around sexuality, right? Yeah. Like many things are made wrong. Many natural things are made wrong. And so you're like, what's wrong with me? So you have shame. And if you guys have heard of the consciousness scale by David Hawkins, uh, essentially it's like ranking emotions from zero to a thousand according to the kind of vibrational state. So a thousand is enlightenment, right? And at the bottom is like guilt and shame. Like it's the lowest vibrations. Fear is above that. Anger is above that. But guilt and shame are the lowest. Shit. I've never heard about that. I have to look that up. Dude. Yeah, you yeah said I mean, if you, if you, like, so it's called the Consciousness Scale by David Hawkins. You can just like look it up and put it in the show notes if you want. Very interesting stuff. Um, and they link yeah. down below. <laughs> you got to be quick with those links, bro. Yeah, yeah, we'll get there. Once we have enough money, we'll. Uh... We'll be moving a little more. But yeah, so Trev, so it's like, yeah, like, basically, like, if you really, again, want to break it down simply, any suffering is because you are resisting what is. Mm -hmm. Or you are not accepting what is. Yeah. But then it's hard to, I guess it's not hard to accept. It just It's yeah, easier to accept out. it than it is to be pissed off about it. Yeah, yeah. But Why are so we? You, what the hell? Because so it's, it's so logical, dude. That's all. It, all the emotion has been stripped out of it. Yeah, yeah. But again, it's like the human predicament, and it's funny, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. But hilarious. yeah, like 
basically what, the, what first of all it's condition in us right it's like yeah like i want this and i don't want that and i'm like right so we are basically what we do as humans is we are imposing our preferences on life and we are throwing a tantrum until they are met and then we wonder why we are not happy hmm. we're trying to impose our will on reality yeah so it's and like when... i expect the world to like match my preferences yeah. and then i wonder like why i'm not happy tell that to the entire left here in the u.s bro yeah well, that's they even started with this podcast is that's what was going on in my head i kind of just shedding it now it's like it's like come on guys like why do you guys not see this as a huge fucking issue like hello no that's most but issues, some man. people don't give a shit like they really just don't care it's not yeah. something they look some... into it's not something that affected yeah. them i think that could be a good thing though I'm gonna cut you off. Yeah, yeah like mean, if if everyone knew how how the the true scale of mental health issues in America, I think we would all be in a worse place. It's like we're almost blissfully ignorant to a lot of it, and I think that's yeah. okay. Yeah, and I think one of the greatest freedoms you can offer to other people and to yourself is to allow other people to have their own experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what my mom did very well growing up. Because yeah. have you ever tried to convince a family member to do something they don't want to do? No, it's impossible. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, you'll never get there. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. Does that work? No. So it's just like as cliche or poetic as it sounds, it's like just shine your light, live your life. Yeah. And that's what I do, bro. Like, there's some things that like I do, my family don't agree with me on, but like I just do it, you know? Yeah. It's like it's your opinion. Thank you for sharing it. And I will go on my own way. Yeah, like take it or leave it, dude. Like I'm here, you know. There's yeah. the door. <laughs> it's nothing bad, dude. It's just some bullshit, dude. That's everyone's family's like that, bro. Yeah. yeah. There was a whole fucking addict over here. Yo, man, chill. I'm not bad. No, I'm not. I just <laughs> smoke weed from time to time. And that's all it is. Don't get too crazy. Yeah, yeah. But that's yeah. been. I don't know if that's been affecting my sleep more than it's helping recently. Now I'm getting. I've heard that. it hurts. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, it does. But yeah, it, yeah. Uh, it reduces deep sleep. Especially. Yeah, you may fall asleep faster, but mm -hmm. you may not. You won't. It won't be as restful. Yeah, that's that's what drinking too. That's the yeah. same shit. You'd fall asleep all quick, and then you wake up at midnight, be wide awake, and you're all inflamed and shit. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. So that it started because I literally couldn't fall asleep. And now it's, it's now I can't stay yeah. asleep. Now it's not quality sleep, but it's still outweighing the, I mean, eight hours of all right sleep is better than four of okay, of better sleep, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But like, if you want like sleep quality 101, it's like spend as much time outdoors when the sun is out yeah. and then block as much artificial light when the sun is down. That's yeah. Hey, got and me like, a handle here. I yeah. Mean, I've been trying. Perfect. Yeah, or like red light bulbs and like blue light blocking glasses and like a software on your on your screen, right? And uh, oh, a yeah. software! I never thought about that. Yeah. So yeah. okay, so you want more links in the show notes? The best one, it's like maybe sixteen bucks for like lifetime license, but it's really worth it. Uh, it's called Iris. So it's link Iris. Down below. I think it's iristech.co. All right. Yeah, and Iris it's like you can you have a sleep mode. 
which sucks all the red light out, like zero red light. Yeah, so your screen's pretty much what is it, yellow? No, it's actually red in this mode. Oh shit! It's completely okay. red, so you can like watch it and it's no problem. And then there is like your oh, day mode, yeah. like your health mode, and it will automatically adjust the color temperature based on where the sun is at in the sky. So you have like the gradient throughout the day. This is why we do podcasts, fellas. So much to learn in life. Here, dude. It's like it's like do that or you go buy a hundred forty dollar pair of blue light glasses that actually work. Yeah, I mean you can do both, right? I mean because it won't block the lighting if you are in some place and you don't control the lighting. Um, Wear a sleep mask, just block everything out. Yeah, but blocking uh, out the haters. Then you will have to learn the skill of typing without uh, (laughs) without looking at all. Dude, hey, here's a real quick fun fact. I went out. For, I mean, I don't normally go to bars, but I went to my brother's place and he has his regular bar and I ran into an Air Force veteran who joined in 2000. So before 9-11, and when he went over there after 9-11, he was a fighter jet pilot who had to train the Afghanis who don't speak English how to or every button switch, everything, every control within the pilot seat blindfolded. So before they can fly the jet from America, they have to be able to be blindfolded and point out every control. Get He's like, dude, I don't speak Arabic. Like, I can't, I can't I speak like, to them. They can't see anything. Uh, <laughs> like, fuck. Wasn't yeah. that the Saudi Arabians too? It's like you got to think. Like, what? if I was him, be like, why the fuck are we here? This is the wrong country. They're they they're yeah. over there. <laughs> we took a wrong turn, y'all. Yeah, that's funny. But yeah, like. Like really, when you break it down, like health, it's pretty simple. It's yeah. sickness that's complicated. Yeah, and we always just trying to figure out the sickness. That's what, yeah, that's what healthcare is. Let's figure out the sickness. Yeah, but we don't figure out the human health, the human body. Like no yeah. one's focusing on that shit. Do you yeah. know vitality yeah. starts with huge water bottles? Hey, yeah, 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 yeah the Gatorade. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like for most people, most people can improve something like sleep, breath, posture, exercise, diet. Yeah, water. what are you working on improving right now? Great question. For me, um, it's more like I would say it's uh, becoming stable with my business since, since it's still educate, taking off stage because it's taking a toll on my mental activity, right? I'm thinking about all like how to like make it grow and everything. Um, And otherwise, I mean, I think I'm pretty dialed in for the most part. Like it's, of course, it's impacting my sleep as well, but I know how to work out. I know how to restore posture if I need to, right? If I'm like a bit slumped, like what exercise, what stretches to to, like restore. Um, Yeah, I'm like, and I, know my body and start to have a good relationship with it i know like when is it too much when should i leave the foot off the gas pedal when should i like actually uh put like a pedal to the metal right that's how you say it yeah. uh things metal like this to the metal dude yeah yeah, yeah. like Come yesterday on. that was the case like i woke up i was like oh i know this day would be like deadlift pr <laughs> and it was hey, right pedal um, to the metal, and today it was what like, you hit uh, I mean, I'm, <laughs> ah. uh, no, it, it was like uh, 250 pounds. That's good. How tall are you real quick? I'm 5'8". Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought you were yeah, yeah. still worth. Yeah. yeah, but in the past, like, so that's why I'm working on in this area, in this, like, holistic health. I've had massive back pain. I've, at one point, I thought I would be paralyzed. 
Uh, yeah, I like I stood up in one morning and I had like this lightning pain in my lower back, and I could barely like rotate, could barely rotate, and what the fuck, and it. But dude? I know now that I was not able to brace my core properly because my like transverse abdominis, so like the really the inner abs were shut down because of inflammation in my diet, because of stress and so on. And so I fixed all of that. I learned how to reuse and retrain my abs and now I can brace no problem. And so in retraining my deadlift, I had to go back to like 100 pounds deadlifts mm -hmm. uh, to like restore slowly. The... But again, like it's a great story of healing, right? Like the body is amazing. Yeah. I thought I would be paralyzed at one point and now I'm like I'm lifting. It's not super heavy compared like to what humans can do, but it's like I'm progressing, right? Fucking more than ninety nine percent of Americans, I'd wager. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How is it over there? Over here, everybody is uh, pretty large. When you go out to the farmers market and all that, no, shit, it's they're... it's a very it's still pretty rare to see obese people here. It's pretty. I rare. would like to be in a country that way, if I'm being honest. Yeah, it just almost upsets me seeing someone obese because you just kind of well, know they're shedding off like thirty years of their life. Yeah. You know what their problem is, though, Trevor, is they're importing everyone from the third world. All of Europe, pretty much, from what I hear, at least. In, uh, in, what, uh, in what, which case? Like you're bringing in a bunch of like Muslims and Africans from everywhere. Yeah, especially in France. It's very common. Yeah. Like, like in France, has a very open border politic, mm -hmm. politics. Um, but yeah, and actually, like, if you want to, uh, like, fun facts, obesity... It. Again, so at the quantum level, is not an excess of energy; it's an energy loss. So we think of oh. obesity as an excess of calories, right? But at yeah. the quantum level, it's actually energy loss. That makes a lot of sense. It's, you know, it's like you see fat people running around and jumping off. You yeah. know. So, like, if I if I ask you, like, if your you injure your ankle and it swells, does it grow or does it go smaller? Oh shit! Yeah, it grows. If you have like heart failure, does it grow or does it get smaller? I don't know. So it, it gets stops. Gets yeah, it grows. Yeah, yeah. And when a star dies, does it get bigger or smaller? That one I doesn't don't know. Does it become a black hole? Yeah, but first it becomes huge. Oh, okay. Right. They so, don't teach us that a lot. That would make yeah, sense. I yeah. know. I know. But when so when things lose, <laughs> I know when when things lose energy, they grow. They go big. And so the way it happens is it's not that we accumulate fat because we are not able to process the energy. We're not able to turn food into energy. So we lose some of it and it's turned into fat. Yeah. Yeah. See, and you could go into the carbs and the fats and 80% carb, yeah. 20%. You could go yeah. into all that, but you keep it so, simple. Yeah. So at the mitochondrial level, so energy, so it's which is where the energy is made in the body. They don't care about carbs, fats, proteins. It's called the <laughs> electron transport chain. It's electrons and protons. They don't care about where it comes from. Just imagine the mitochondria, like, hey, what the hell is this carb doing in here? Yeah, get, go, get out of here. <laughs> that's yeah. uh, that's Armin's body, dude. Yeah, his no, mitochondria. But of course, not that it's not important. But at the quantum level, it's like electrons and protons, right? So it's electromagnetic, yeah. and it's. Uh, so, yeah. So, <laughs> Do you but... believe in a soul then? <laughs> yeah, I don't know how you made the transition, but uh, yes. Because you're like, <laughs> out, because the way you made it sound like was like all matter is 
is just electrons and, and atoms rubbing up against mm -hmm. each other. Yes, that's correct. But like, like the, is there the, the something that the, the illusion of solidity is because the electrons of my hand are repelling against the electrons of the glass. Yeah. So and then if you look at an atom, it's ninety nine point nine 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 percent empty space. Mm -hmm. But then all that we as humans are though. That's is there a soul then? Like it's, is there something in addition to all those stitches just bumping up against each yeah, other? Yeah, okay. So the yeah, I love the question because that's kind of how I view health as well. Because like the way we view the human body is like, yeah, it's just like a bundle of cells doing like chemical things, right? Yes, yeah. That's, yes. But the way I see it is it's a coherent arrangement of atoms. And so bar this Bars, so yeah. In, 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 yeah, instead of soul, you can use a like more generic term, which is an organizing intelligence, which wow. makes everything happen. Because if you look at it, like it, we are just a bundle of atoms that somehow make it all happen brilliantly. It's to me, it's still a miracle, and like we don't know everything at all. Like we have this. I'm not saying like you guys are arrogant, but as humans, we have the arrogance to think we know everything. Like we don't. Like it's still a miracle. Like I it is know. a miracle. And I so when you look at the fact that, yeah, it's like there is a researcher called uh, Mai Wan Ho. So it, it's a like Asian name. I don't remember where, where she's from. She calls the human body like a quantum jazz because every cell in the body is playing its own symphony, but the whole is coherent, just like a jazz band. That's interesting. Yeah. Because I'm thinking like consciousness. Yeah, it's like, what even is that? Well, consciousness could be this organizing intelligence. But yeah, I mean, again, if you look at it objectively, the fact that first it's working, two, we are aware that it's working, and three, we are aware that we are aware. Mm -hmm. Whoa. That should be enough to make you live your life in awe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that that's how I ended up yeah. believing in God. <laughs> yeah. I, once I got aware that I was aware, I was like, "What the hell? Yeah, <laughs> Whoa! Yeah, what's going on over here? Insane. Yeah, I and mean, you could go pretty deep with that stuff, but it's like if you believe, if you are like exclusively materialistic, which I was, like into materialism, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, well, they just like matter, and that's it. Wow, like very inspiring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah wow cool so it's like everything is a coincidence life just happened through random collisions of chemicals mm -hmm. that just seems like a miserable way to go about life just yeah yeah and one thing that i realized because i was you know atheist materialist like really you know engineer scientific like quote-unquote scientific mm -hmm. and i was like, like you can't you can't prove god initially and then i realized well you can't disprove it either yeah literally Literally, that was my thing. So you said that everything's a coincidence. It's, I got onto that mindset. I was like, "These, what is going on with all these coincidences? Like, this yeah. isn't just me. Like, yeah. I'm not, I'm not just like, doing like something. Like, your cat in the background. That's yeah. a coincidence. <laughs> oh yeah, my boy. Yeah, um, that means something. Yeah, it's yeah. it's crazy. Like, it's, it's just everything. And finally, I just, I was trying. Where it became a problem is I was getting depressed because I was trying to figure out each coincidence. It's like, yeah. why? Why did this happen? I, I can't explain it. No, <laughs> That's why no. people just look up to God or something. Let yeah, go, bro. Let yeah, go. And I mean, one of the, again, one of the problems with mental health is we try to figure out something that's bigger than us. Mm -hmm. 
Like you cannot fathom the entire cosmos with your limited mind. It's impossible. And so this is where like humility comes in, right? Yep. It's like, oh, well, I, I won't understand it. And you are empowered to just make your own experience of it. Like, I can't something... fathom yeah, my is... own works, bro. Yeah, there you go. And so it's like, and it's an important distinction. It's not about what's true. It's about what's useful, right? Like whether life is happening to me or for me, neither is true, but which one is more useful to believe? Yeah, forming more control. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's happening. No, like, are you a victim of life? Of life? So, is it happening to you? Like, are you having challenges and difficulties to be punished, or are you facing challenges and difficulties to learn and grow and become the person you want to become? Right. Both are true. It's your perspective. Which one is more useful? Yo, yeah, because if useful now. It's like you almost really have to have like an appreciation for how meant like against what odds it took for all of us to be born as humans. Yeah. And to be like, talking like yeah, across, yeah, right now. across Not the pond fighting, right bro. now. Like what did the earth fucking get born like four billion years ago or some crazy yeah. shit? And now we yeah. have people like what? Come on, yeah. G. Some fish walked and now we're all here. Okay. Yeah, so and, and, yeah, and you're you're pissed off because you got because you got a negative comment. Yeah, yeah, and I'm pissed <laughs> off because someone gave a thumbs down on one of our videos. So I'm gonna find you. There are no thumbs down left. I think they removed the thumbs down. Oh, yeah, that isn't a thing anymore. Oh. Yeah, it's like no losers. This was one of our <laughs> older <Yeah>. videos. <laughs> yeah, I got a plug in that lets me see it. Still, I'm kind of a turd. Link, link in the Why description. Why do you want to see that, bro? I ain't putting that in there. No, no, because no. <laughs> it's cool, dude. I like seeing the downvotes on shit. Not on ours, but like, okay. yeah, on others, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Damn, shit. what a great episode, bro. Yeah, one of our longest. Fucking flew by. Oh no. Yeah, I mean, I really enjoyed myself. <laughs> Your Wi-Fi yeah, is stellar, bro. Like for being fucking all the way the hell over yeah. there. Yeah. Holy moly. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, I made sure that my connection was stable, and I, I mean, and I'm still in the garden. I'm not even hardwired, right? So, Dude, God bless. Bro. Still in the that garden, baby. So much yeah. in the garden, yeah, so like yeah. Adam, bro. Yeah, I mean, I've been picking up on like the sun over there, and I've been like barefoot on the grass. So, like barefoot, like we can go into it, like, but it has many benefits as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's like you know, enjoying time with the with bros, with the homies. Yeah, that's what it's about, man. I like that. I like that. Trying to uh, just even conversations like this where everyone could just talk. Just don't worry about anything. This is what I'm doing. This is why I'm doing it. Seeking knowledge, seeking knowledge. I want to learn about. That's that's why I think everyone should start a podcast. You seek seek knowledge that you don't know and you're curious about. Like you said, useful information. Hopefully, people will find it useful. Yeah, and curiosity is one of the most positive driving force to evolve in life. Otherwise, you could be like, what's the point? Right? But curiosity yeah. is one of the, yeah, it was one of the healthiest mindset to have. Like, yeah, I want to keep learning. Again, like the cosmos, you cannot fathom the totality of it, but you can keep exploring. Yep. Right. That's what my dad curious. said his yeah. biggest thing was too. I asked him like, what, what was like the number one thing you're very happy about all growing up? Like, how did you get to this state? That's what he said. I just stay curious. <laughs> Keep asking questions. Yeah. I think Kevin's dad said it too. Oh, yes. Yeah. Because my dad's a historian. So there's always something new to learn, really. So, yep. 
Yeah, I mean, history keeps writing itself as we go. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah, you could talk about history forever. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, yeah. Real quick, what was like uh, you learning about World War II? Because, like, what did you think of France when you learned about it? I'm just curious. Well, first, first off, it was not my (laughs) wasn't my favorite subject. Uh, We did learn about the help the Americans gave us, right? Um, We learned about resistance. Yeah, the like the struggle, but the victory at the end. But oh, I mean, to be honest, I forgot most of it. But the impression was more like, yeah, we we kept fighting and we won. Like it was the allies versus like the enemies. Kind of. Yeah, that's how it was painted for us. Dude. Yeah, pretty much. Like, no, I would say we were painted more of like a savior. Yeah, like if well, we didn't yeah, come like in, we allies. Like, everything yeah. would be over. So everyone thinks America's just a cool guy. I will say, yeah, they did not do a good job of explaining the why behind history. Like, yeah, like did I mean, Hitler just they, wake up one day and think, oh, yeah, they, let's get rid of all these? They don't want you to know why. Yeah, yeah, for no reason. I'm sure it's just. I'm asking the wrong questions. Not to get us kicked yeah. off YouTube. Bro. <laughs> Rumble exclusive. You know, <laughs> we need to Rumble, is not, yeah. Rumble is not available in France. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. That's such a racist. See, that's the problem, man. So oh, because they idea. can't even it... say a lot of that shit, though, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you don't, can you have free speech over that? Or what can you not say? What would you get in trouble for saying? I don't know. Yeah, we don't want to. I haven't. <laughs> I haven't oh yeah, I guess don't say it. <laughs> I I, yeah, and I haven't checked, right? So, yeah. Like I, I would learn through, I guess, trial <laughs> and error. <Yeah. laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it seems that there are like sub limitations. Here Men can't be women. That's a hate crime, right there. <laughs> the way, I think like wokeism is not there yet much. Like. It's yeah. It's not like so pervasive here. What that subject or uh, speaking? Uh, the both. Both. Yeah. What we it's like not, to say it's not here like I US. hear more from like the U.S. echoes from the U.S. than here. Essentially. Yeah. Oh, what? What about like your your media channels? Like you stopped watching it, of course, but you guys still have like your own media and shit. Is it the, kind of the same shit? Just uh, media cells. Yeah. Yeah. There's I mean, every time, every time I, because like when I have family who watches TV, I'm like, well, it's like, yeah, maybe they will tell like eight bad news in a row and then they will put like, hey, here is like a nice documentary. Right? Yeah. Saved a dog today. Yeah. <laughs> this guy died. This guy got shot. Here's a school shooting, but yeah. Golden yeah, retriever on the lane. And, and then you, and then you look at the garden. It's like super peaceful. And he's like, well, <laughs> okay, great. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, like when you are embodying those things and being like a powerful presence and inspiration for others, they will notice eventually, right? Mm-hmm. Even like back to like changing your family, you can't tell them, you have to show them, right? Yeah. Show That's them what right I, away. man, I learned that shit real quick. <laughs> tried yeah. to tell him try to tell him it's like yeah. you can't you can't tell anyone just me and kevin talk about it all the time all these pointless battles online you're we're not getting no one's going to convince anyone of anything i am never going to convince my mom that trump is anything but orange hitler <laughs> that's and, and and okay i that's fine you know like yeah, would i like to sure but 
it's never going to happen. It's just like she's never going to convince me that, you know, Joe Biden's competent. Like, he's just not going to do that, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, Before we end it off, I guess, you got any goals, man? What you're really either looking to get into or something, some milestone you want to hit? Anything you're looking forward to? Yeah, thanks for the question. Um, so for me, so we talked a, a little bit about, like, everything that we've learned, you know, having all this knowledge and uh, a bit of personal development. I am at a stage where I've cut off most things. I almost don't listen to podcasts anymore. I don't read books. And now I'm turning to the teacher and creator mode. And so my goal now is to find a way to teach those things simply and to just help people to be of service that way. And so it will take the shape of my business. So essentially I want to coach and teach more people to, so that they can reach wellness and vitality. So that's kind of uh, yeah, what I'm working towards right now. That's dumb. Yeah. I will say for not listening to many podcasts, you're you're pretty good at as a guest on one. <laughs> Thank you. Thank yeah. you, sir. Yeah. It's a skill. You're dude. People don't realize that. Yeah, as a guest, some people don't realize it, but you could you could watch a couple episodes of ours and you'll be like, ah, that guest was kind of <laughs> not a part I mean, of it. Let's let's not name names. You can't be mad. You can't be mad. No, you, I mean I can't. No, yeah. it's it's awesome to see people trying. That's like my favorite thing. And oh, for I someone to come up to us and say thank you is just awesome. Like it, yeah, well, we're we're doing this to hear more. Yeah, yeah, no, thanks for coming on, man. It's it's awesome. Just just like this. I mean, I'll think about all this shit for how I don't know how long now. Yeah, this no, is what my mindset's in now. Yeah, and feel free to hit me up on the socials or the Discord, yeah. right? Yeah, uh, links down below. Oh, yeah. Because we below, like let's let's put a teaser, right? It's a, we only scratched the surface. Uh, yeah. Like there are like many things we could unpack, and I feel like uh, we are like we. It's very free flowing right between us. It was very mm -hmm. smooth. So yeah, it's like so. Just like if you have questions, let me know, and uh, I would be happy to just spread the message and share yeah, what man. I know. If you have any questions about the U.S., you hit us up. <laughs> yeah, okay. if you give us good enough. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck yeah. would you want from here, bro? Yeah. A gun? Oh, yeah. Tell me some history, Kev. Yeah. Oh, there you, you go, Kev. Hey, what you got, dude? You don't want to get me started on history. Are we recording still? <laughs> I mean, I could cut it. Hey, Rumble exclusive. Rumble exclusive, bro. <laughs> we'll catch y'all next time. Thanks for joining us out, y'all. Yeah, thank you, guys. All right, actually, uh,